Welcome to Cardboard Conjecture. We're a podcast about board games where we have opinions and conclusions formed on the basis of incomplete information. This episode is brought to you by the great people at Gamesurplus.com, where you can find the current hits, the classics, and the hard-to-find titles. Let Carmen and Elaine find your games and receive free shipping for all contiguous U.S. shipping orders over $120. Remember, Gamesurplus.com. Great people, great selection, and great prices. And in Canada, amazing stories in Saskatoon. If you're in the Saskatoon area, come by the store for Friday night board games, play and receive 20% off the purchase of any board games in the store. Amazing Stories Comics is the winner of the Joe Schuster Award for Best Comic Retailer in Canada and nominated in 2016 for the U.S. Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award presented at Comic-Con. This is the Cardboard Questionnaire. Now I'll ask you 10 questions related to board games and the hobby, and you'll reveal parts of your gaming style and personality. What is a Cardboard Cohort? Well, Cardboard Cohorts are board gamers banded together who support and inspire one another and become colleagues and friends in the board gaming community. On this episode, I'd like to welcome Aaron of The Boards Alive, The Gaming the Ugly Podcast. They have a podcast on iTunes, and they record weekly live stream YouTube content. So please check them out. Is uh, the Cardboard Pivo Questionnaire. <laughs> all right uh, okay so um uh, just for those who uh aren't uh as as old as i am and remember lots of bad television um this one's based off of uh inside the actor's studio and and james lipton borrowed this from bernard pivot um uh, who was a host in france so i basically manipulated the question so it would match our our fantastic hobby here so are you ready for them Ten absolutely questions. Let's All do right. it. So, question number one: What is your favorite game mechanism? Uh, I think that my favorite game mechanism is dice worker placement. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why. I enjoy a lot of worker placement stuff. I don't know why dice specifically. I think it's the the randomness that leads to tactical decisions in the moment. And having to well, be what's reactionary. Your, what's your favorite game then of that? Uh, I really like, uh, oh my goodness. I mean, Euphoria, but that's not really that dice worker replacement. I really like Alien Frontiers for that with the <laughs> dice worker placement and Voyages of Marco Polo. I was on a rant today on, on Twitter about how Voyages of Marco Polo is fantastic and Simone Luciani is probably a, like one of the most underrated Euro designers in board games right now. I believe Ryan jumped on that thread as well. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. I appreciated right. his support. <laughs> All right, so on to number two. What is your least favorite game mechanism? Uh, probably take that. Yeah. I mean, roll and move is an easy one, but take that. I That's a little hanging fruit, that one. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't like when people can screw with my tasty engine. I mean, there are times, <laughs> there are times where it's fine. But like uh, in a lot of games, a lot of Euros, I'm like, well, you do your thing over there and I'll do my thing over here and we'll just see who's better at it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, number three, 
what engages you as a content creator? Uh, list the listeners. The listeners make me uh, want to be excited about what I do. Uh, getting feedback from people like those of you listening right now, you should be letting Norman Ryan and Tim know that that you love this show, right? Like giving giving them feedback and letting them know that like that's what drives me. Knowing that what I do it, because content creation can be really weird in that you make it and you publish it on the internet and it's just out of your hands and it exists oh, and it's unnerving you have no sometimes. Idea. yeah you haven't i mean is it like yes you can see numbers on like whatever podcast thing or youtube or whatever or your downloads and 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 hits on your website but but the interaction is what really supports and reinforces what you do well, and I think the the interaction just through Twitter that I've experienced with this community is so um, supportive and uplifting. It's it's incredible. Um, let's move on. Number four, um, what turns you off about uh, this? The I was going to say content creation or the gaming hobby. Uh, can I say douchebags? <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can. Uh, I um, would say. Give me some would, context. I'm yeah, going to yeah. say, yes, I totally agree. I, I like haters, like people that, that want to watch the world burn and will just come at people for no reason or, or want to be uh counter just like want to counter an argument just to argue. Right. Or the, like people that are just here to watch the world burn. I don't want you in my hobby. I want you to go do something else because I love how, so often this hobby is accepting and supportive of everyone, no matter, you know, race, creed, gender, whatever, like that's what I want to see. And I don't, I don't have any time for people who are, who are targeting, who are going after people because they don't have the same worldview as them or, or whatever mm -hmm. bullcrap. Like, like, no, forget that. You can go, you can go play, you know, a video game by yourself in your, in your house because uh, yeah that okay. i don't have time for that okay i uh i i fully support that uh number five this, this is in the um in the pivo questionnaire this is the question that says what is your favorite curse word but <laughs> um, i would I, go with douchebag again as my answer what, what i've what i've done though i think it's a clever little twist is what moment in playing board games or in board gaming has often made you drop the f-bomb oh uh people getting in my way when i have a great idea or great plan i was <laughs> i was i like i don't i don't swear a lot uh and and at the table i'm very I'm very uh, calm. Like I talk a but, lot I mean, at the table. The swear could be in your head. It's just, Oh yeah. 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 I, I was playing uh, barrage, which is a brand new game on coming to Kickstarter soon from cranio creations designed partially by Simone Luciani. And I was playing with uh, Elisa from the company last night over tabletopia and she, just like 20 times over the course of that game. <laughs> she would do the thing that I wanted to do right before it. And so it's like a worker placement game where the first spot is free. And the if you want to also do that action later, later, like it costs three extra dollars or more workers or whatever. And so there were just so many times where I was like, <laughs> ah, 
Oh, so close. So those are those are the kind of things, just like people throwing wrenches in my plans, really. All right. All right. So number six, what is your favorite sound or noise in board gaming? Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, you know what? No, that's not true. The box fart. You know, when you push the box back in and the, it creates the box fart, that's got to be my favorite noise when it comes to gaming. That's what well, I'll go with. The box well, I was fart. I'm trying to hide the adolescent part of my personality, but you, you said fart. So, yeah, hey, you invited, you, you've listened to my show before, I, man. I, I knew what I was in store for. I, I was kind of hoping for it too. Um, so, number seven, what is your least favorite sound or noise in board gaming? Tearing like gripping uh, like not not i'm fine with that with like pandemic i'm not one of those people it's yeah. like ooh, i can't but like you know the or no maybe not that <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's the sound of a spilled beer on the table that i think that's that's worse than ripping just like that the the glug glug and oh no you know that that i think is my least my that's least like the slow motion closing the car door seeing your car keys in the car moment kind of mm -hmm. all right yeah no I, you made me cringe just when you said that um uh, number eight what game would you like to play right now i oh man you know what i'd really i've been jonesing to play again for some reason and i there's no way i would start it at nine o'clock at night but twilight imperium fourth edition oh. i was thinking about that today uh that one that one i would totally play right now a <laughs> uh, little drool came out i'm sorry um <laughs> number nine what game would you be happy to never play again oh wow um i mean we're as reviewers we get a lot of crappy games but oh man Reflection. I guess my, like easy. Okay. Easy answer. Like Munchkin. Cause <laughs> okay. I mean, although I would play like a totally different, like random deck that I have never played before. Cause there's funny jokes in there. So that's, that's probably not true. Like, I don't like the game itself, but I could have a laugh with it. A game I that can't... like, if your child oh, came up no. to you and said, go, go ahead. I got it. Santa Maria. Santa Maria was a game that pissed me off so much because of how, disrespectful i it felt to to the whole concept of colonization and even though it was a really good game it got like when i when we talked about it on the show i got like I heard physically, angry, physically angry and so i would i'd be more than happy to never play that one again or the new one from dlp coming out that's called manitoba that is just like a conglomeration of just racial insensitivity of well no not racial insensitivity but just like taking a, a appropriation cultural appropriation because they're they're doing I, it, it's all about i forget if who which actual aboriginal or indigenous group it's about but they actually are taking ideas from the haida out on the west coast with like totem poles and bringing it to manitoba and also manitoba ha they have mountains which i mean what? you would know there's no there are no mountains in manitoba it's no, flat. we're on the prairies man you can see your dog run away for five days i know so like so that game i haven't even played it but i refuse to ever play it just because of how just like culturally insensitive and and just like culturally appropriative it is 
Okay. So those ones. Those are the kind of games that make me mad. You got a big heart. I like that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Number 10. If money and resources were not a problem, what game would you like to design? Uh, I've taught, well, I've talked about designing a game that probably would never, like, no one would actually want to play. But that's uh, a game of running your own board game store, your friendly local game store, uh, where you have to, like, uh, you have to manage your store floor so you can buy, like, it's kind of like, if you ever played brew crafters, you can buy like upgrades to your brewery to make things more effective. So it'd be that a bit of that idea where you can add like, you know, gaming space to your, to your game group or, or sorry, your, your game store or like extra shelves or like a magic wall or, you know, like those kinds of things. Uh, and then it's also like a time management game because, you know, you're just you working at your store because you're a startup friendly local game store. So you can't hire employees. So it's just like you and maybe stealing some uh, like from detective where if you work overtime, you get stressed out. So you'd get like stress tokens if you're working overtime <laughs> to, get, to keep your store running. Uh, and so was, I think that would I think there's there would be some like cool ideas in that. But really. It would just be like a boring Euro that people are like, yeah, but who really wants to run their own friendly local game store? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that I think that's one that I've thought about. Also, one that I came up with not long ago after listening to a podcast. I can't remember which podcast they were talking about. Um, they were talking about legacy games. Oh, it was on the shuffle, which is okay. one of my fellow uh punchboard media contributor or like podcast and and they talked about legacy games and i thought of making a harvest moon style legacy farming game so oh, wow. or like harvest moon slash uh stardew valley you know where like you are you have your own farm and you every year every gameplay is one year and you're playing multiple years over like in this village where you you're farming your land and but there's also legacy components where you interact with villagers and you can fall in love with villagers and get married or you could like you know help villagers build new stores in your town or you know chase bad people off or if you're going doing stardew valley style there's like a agricola or not agricola but uh, Caverna, you know, adventuring part where you go out into the tunnels yeah. and and do some adventure stuff. I don't know. I think that would be a super fun, like, campaign legacy style adventure that would have, you know, a fun theme to it and kind of like change the way you look at at uh, at like a farming game. Uh, and you know what? Being from the prairies, I, right away, I was thinking we live that and I still want to play it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But you wouldn't find all the great, unique stories and characters that would be in that game. Oh, you, you could have a, you could have a, a on Main Street Coffee Row where all the retired farmers would sit and talk about the weather. Yeah, and they would, and you maybe, maybe by doing that, you get advice and you level up one of your Ooh, skills, like so talking now, to the the masters, the wise Yodas. Exactly, and then there's probably like a talking bear. That you find in the forest or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like... don't start forest fires exactly exactly okay i think we're starting to get a little silly now um uh so i that's uh i'm gonna take that as a cue that we should wrap things up so um 
I'm I'm going to just give us uh, one last uh, closing uh, moment for uh, you to tell us um, how and where we can find you. Okay, so uh, Twitter is the best for for interacting with us, as as you already mentioned. Uh, we are bo- at Boards Alive, and I'm I'm on there a lot, and I'm I love interacting with folks there. Uh, if you want to listen to our podcast, it is much less insightful and uh, much more of the tail end of this, the stupid jokes that I'm trying to make. Uh, that's most of what our show is. And so you can find us wherever you find podcasts, you can find boards alive. Uh, and we've got like a main flagship show where we talk about games and review games and discuss stuff. And then my wife has a show called it's date night. Yeah. A podcast that she and I do that's all about the games that we play together on date night and also the ask date night version of that show where we give advice on how to be good humans uh, and mo- I guess like board game related stuff with yeah, that. Too. Don't really take that games. So that's the first step. Hey, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you got to get that, like that nice back and forth that like, Oh, what did you do? Yeah. You know, it sparks the fire every once in a while. Right. Uh, and, uh, and so that one, and then we do, uh, we do boards of live plays where we do some live or I guess just, uh, not live action role playing. It's not that, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's like, uh, actual play podcasts where we play D and D or we've played other things like star Trek adventures, or someday we'll finally finish our kids on bikes series. Uh, and even my son who is seven has started doing mini 10 minute ish shows with me called boards a little, which is a <laughs> little version of boards alive. So we do, we do almost weekly content at this point. And uh, so if you just have nothing going on in your life and you need to listen to a lot of podcasts, we can provide a lot of content for you. Thank you from, uh, from us to you. No problem. Uh, so thank you for listening to Cardboard in the Classroom. I'm your host, Norm, and our guest tonight was Aaron. And we'll catch you later. Take care. We are Bridge City Board Gamers, and you can find us on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter at BC Board Gamers. Our Facebook page is Saskatoon Tabletop Games Community. And on Board Game Geek, guild number 3039.